0: This is the Grind It podcast. We know just like grinding a handrail or across a coping can be challenging at times, so can life be. We share God's word and personal stories to encourage you to keep grinding and to not give up. It's time to grind. So here's the old school skateboarder himself, Randall Tucker. So we we started in the last podcast. We started uh, this new format that we'll do periodically. Um. But we started breaking down Romans 12 and uh, in the last podcast we talked about verses 1 through 3 uh, where Paul says, And so good brothers and sisters, I plead with you to give your bodies to God because all, of all he has done for you. Let them be a living and holy sacrifice and the kind that he will find acceptable. This is truly the way to worship him. And we discussed what worship is. Uh, don't copy the behavior and the customs of this world let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think we talked about that word transform and how you can be transformed by being in the word and how important it is to be in the word Um, then you will uh, learn to know God's will for you which is good and pleasing and perfect today I want to discuss uh, verses four through eight and verses well I think I still gotta do verse three let's start at three all right we'll start at three because of the privilege and authority God has given me, Paul says, I give you each of you this morning. Don't think you're better than you really are. Be honest in your evaluation of yourselves, measuring yourselves by the faith God has given us. Just as our bodies have many parts and each part has a special function, so it is with Christ's body. We are a part of one body and we all belong to each other. Well, say verse eight. In his grace, God has given us different gifts for doing certain things doing things well. So if God has given you the ability to prophesy, speak out with as much faith as God has given you. If your gift is serving others, serve them well. If you are a teacher, teach well. If your gift is to encourage others, be encouraging. And if it is giving, then give generously. If God has given you leadership ability, take the responsibility seriously. And if you have a gift for showing kindness to others, do it gladly. And so one of the things I want to talk about uh, in this podcast, and by the way, we have Shelby Rose, we have Mary Gamboa, who, is, you hear the commercial during the podcast, this is the Mary Gamboa with the Jealous album, and you can stream it anywhere that you stream your music, or you can go to music.com and, and get the album there and listen to it. I'm still wearing her shirt because we're still recording in the same time frame. Uh, and so, uh, and I'm Randy, as you've known me for a while. Um, but one of the things I want us to discuss today uh, in this podcast is humility. Humble your, the, when I was going to the non-instrumental Church of Christ, we used to sing this song that says, humble yourselves in the sight of the Lord. And the guys would sing that part and the, the women would sing, humble yourselves in the sight of the Lord and he will lift you up and he will you. And, it was, and it went on back and forth for a while. It, real, it didn't make your hair stand on him. Mm-hmm. It was real pretty. Um. So, what are some thoughts that that, and what are some scriptures about humility? What What does it mean to to be humble? What is humility?
1: I think it is. Well, what it's saying here in verse what three? Think of yourself with sober judgment. I'm reading NIV, so the wording is a little. The non-inspired version. Hey. What Uh, The wording is a little bit different, so I'm going to back up to three and read that. For by the grace given me, I say to every one of you, do not think of yourself more highly than you ought, but rather think of yourself with sober judgment in accordance with the faith that God has distributed to each of you. So to me, humility is not a self-deprecating thing, like, I'm not good enough. Because really, that's kind of pride. Uh, But having an honest estimation of who you are, who God has created you to be, who he has said you are, what he has said you can do. But also acknowledging that, that it's all from him. As, as we went back to a little bit of Romans 11, the last few verses there, it said, everything is from him, through him, for him. No, Acknowledging that anything good that you see in me, it's because of Jesus. It's because of what God has done in my life. Hmm. And, and so if you see some good things, yeah, that, that's the Lord. If you see some not so good things, that would be me. I'm going to take ownership of that.
0: <laughs> yeah, humility really, if you think about it, it's the opposite of pride. Pride's the opposite of humility. Mm-hmm. And the Bible, I mean, there's plenty of verses against pride. Don't be, mm-hmm. you know, don't be prideful. Um, I, was, I cheated. I Googled some verses on humility. Uh, and like first, this goes with what you're saying, 1 Peter 5, 6, and 7. Humble yourselves then under God's mighty hand, So that he will lift you up, which is the song that we were singing. Mm -hmm. uh, That was singing. Humble yourselves, then under the uh, God, under God's mighty hand, so that he will lift you up in his own good time. This verse is smacking me in the face right now. Leave all your worries with him because he cares for you. Because humility, saying, "I'm going to wait for God. I'm going to wait on God. God's going to deliver me. God's going to take care of this." Pride, on the other hand, is we want to grab control. What I got this. Oh uh, yeah. 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 Lord I don't, I
1: don't Lord, I don't need you. I got this.
0: Yeah. Or we say we need him, but right. we don't really. We think, you know. We got this. I got this.
1: And what does he hate? That's one of the things he hates is the haughty spirit.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You know?
1: What what got Satan, Lucifer, kicked out of heaven? Pride. Pride. Haughtiness. I will be like the most high.
0: Yeah.
1: You know? But humble yourself, and the Lord
0: will exalt you. That's what Paul's saying in in Romans one. The people want to be their own god. Mm -hmm. They don't want to listen to the Creator and do what he, you know. They're very prideful. They want to be in control. They want to do. We want to do what we want to do, and and we think we got this. But all we're doing is digging the hole deeper and deeper (laughs) and deeper. And uh, we I mean, we make a mess out of everything. <clears throat> There's
1: a way that seems right to a man, a man, but in the end, it leads to death.
0: Right? Yeah. And death means separation. Yeah. Humble yourselves then under the under God's mighty hand, so that He will lift you up in His own good time. Leave your all your worries with Him, because He cares for you. Philippians two is uh, talking about what well, Paul's talking about. Jesus. Philippians two. Uh, is there any encouragement from the beginning of belonging to Christ? Any comfort from His love? Any fellowship together in the Spirit? Are your hearts tender and compassionate? Then make me truly happy by agreeing wholeheartedly with each other, loving one another, and working together. There's that word again. Working together with one mind and one purpose. So he's talking about unity. We're going to talk about that next. Unity. Don't be selfish. Don't try to impress others. Be humble. There's the word. Be mm-hmm. Be humble. Thinking of others better than yourselves. Don't have that haughty spirit. Mm-hmm. Don't be prideful. Be humble. Because you, you, when we're prideful, we we, we love us and me. We take care of ourselves. Be humble. Thinking of others is better than yourselves. Don't look out only for your own interest, but take interest in others too. You must have... It's, it's not a choice. <clears throat> if you're going to be a Christ follower... You must have the same attitude that Christ Jesus had. What kind of attitude did he have? Though he was God, he was God in the flesh, right? He didn't consider it. No. He didn't consider equality, or he, he didn't think of equality with God as something to cling to. Instead, he gave up his divine privileges. He took the humble position of a slave and was born as a human being. When he appeared in human form, he humbled himself. There's that word twice. Just in this one passage about Jesus, he humbled himself in obedience to God and died a criminal's death on a cross. And you said it this morning, Isaiah, at the end of Isaiah 52, the man was beaten so bad. Isaiah said in the King James Version, I love it. He says his visage was so marred that you wouldn't recognize that he was a man.
1: He was beyond, yeah. Yeah,
0: he was beyond recognition. He was beyond recognition. You said that in our prayer for our communion this morning. And <clears throat> But, um, humility, yeah, he, he, he he gave up his divine privilege. He took the human position as a slave and he was born a human being. Um, I had a thought, I lost it.
1: Well, he came and he said several times, well, well, the Lord brings that thought back. You know, he said he came not to be served, but to serve. And that was, that was humility he didn't consider equality with God something to be grasped or something for him to hang on to, but he became a servant. And um, we are like him when we come to serve others. Not to say, hey, I demand this because I'm I'm the queen. I, I demand this because I'm a child of the king, you know. Yeah. Um, but to walk in humility is to to adopt his mindset and I'm, I'm just coming to serve
0: john 13 when he washes the disciples feet perfect example of humility mm-hmm. an opposite example um because jesus was always teaching his disciples the last to be first first first, first, be last. first to be last be a servant he modeled that example over and over and over and over and over again. And then you have James and John who get their mom, Salome, involved in it.
1: Can my son sit at your right and your yeah, left? Exactly. In your kingdom?
0: Exactly. Exactly. And they're like Jesus, like, you don't even know what you're asking. Yeah. No. But that but that, that's a but that, that's not humility. Mm-hmm. They, they, they they wanted power. They didn't, they just didn't who, who, somebody said that I can't remember I don't know, can't remember if it was Jesus dudes or if it was one of our services it's all running together but they, they they just didn't get it they they for three and a three and a half years they 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 were looking for power they were looking for the power to be restored back to Israel to the Jews they wanted to go kick Roman butt and they they were they were kind of if you think about it they were kind of haughty spirited prideful a little bit mm-hmm. Jesus wasn't Knock them back down in their place. Yeah. Many times. Anything else you want to add to humility?
1: Don't think of yourself more highly than you ought, but rather think of yourself with sober judgment in accordance with the faith that God has distributed to each of you. I think it was Ephesians 4.
0: Ephesians 4. Which says,
1: As a prisoner for the Lord, then I urge you to live a life worthy of the calling you have received be completely humble and gentle be patient bearing with one another in love make every effort to keep the unity of the spirit through the bond of peace Mm.
0: that's a good one
1: humble gentle right unity
0: but humility doesn't mean you let people walk all over you true that's what a lot of people think they think if you're humble you're weak
1: but Jesus was the perfect example of meekness, right? He had all power, all authority, all ability. I mean, he, he said it, right, as he's hanging on the, on the cross. Well, I, I could call down legions of angels at any moment to deliver me from this, but, but I'm not. His meekness was that he had all that power and that authority, but he walked in obedience to what his father desired. So he didn't always exert all the power and the authority that he had.
0: Yeah, when he's standing before Pilate, you know, and Pilate's questioning him, even the the, the, the the religious authorities when they were questioning him, you know, and, and he was getting beaten and all that stuff. He he could have just spoke a word and killed every one of those guys or whatever. I mean, like in the garden when he was being arrested, and they said he said, "Who are you looking for?" and Jesus says. Well I mean Jesus asked him who are you looking for? And they said, We're looking for Jesus and Nazareth. And Jesus says, Well I'm he and what I happened to him. Boom. Yeah, they, they all get knocked out. out. Yeah, I mean so that it, But his humility he he just he, he walked the road that he was for us. I mean
1: yeah.
0: down the Via Del I'll sing that for you. <laughs> down the Via Della Rosa. And <laughs> <In> my falsetto. <laughs> that was nice. That was nice. <laughs> Uh, Oh, boy.
1: But think of yourself with sober judgment. Thank you for (laughs) getting back on track. The the faith God has (laughs) distributed to each of you. Oh, yeah. Should I keep it going?
0: Yeah. Okay. Go ahead.
1: Do you have other thoughts on that?
0: On humility or the Via della Rosa?
1: Either one. No. (laughs) Okay.
0: I was going to get into unity.
1: Okay. Verse 4. Just as each one of us has one body with many members... And these members do not all have the same function. So, in Christ, we, though many, form one body. And each member belongs to all the others. Go ahead. What you got on unity?
0: I got several verses. But the first thought about unity that I had was uh, the Tower of Babel. Remember the Tower of Babel? Mm Mm-hmm. Which is always weird to me because... That building couldn't have been that big. And now we've got satellites and rockets and, you know.
1: Things out in outer space. Yeah. Space station.
0: And God's not, you know, striking them down or anything like that. He's allowing them to float around. Space station out there, you know, things like that. But in the Tower of uh, Babel, at one time all the people of the world spoke the same language and used the same words. So you see the unity there. As the people migrated to the east, they found a plain in the land of Babylonia and settled there. And they began saying to each other, let's make bricks and harden them with fire. In this region, bricks were used instead of stone and tar was used instead of mortar. And then they said, come, let us build a great city for ourselves with a tower that reaches into the sky. This will make us famous and keep us from being scattered all over the world. They thought, anyway, that haughty spirit. Mm. (laughs) That prideful haughty spirit. Kind of said, watch this. You're fixing to be scattered. Mm. But the Lord came down to look at the city and the tower the people were building. Look, he said, the people are united. The people are united and they all speak the same language. After this, and here it is, nothing they set out to do will be impossible for them. Come, let's go down, and confuse the people with different languages and they won't be able to understand each other. And so that's what happens. And they're scattered. But God said, because of their unity. If there's no, nothing
1: they can't do.
0: There's nothing they together. can't do. So that, that's, I mean, it's a bad example. It's a, it's a good example, but it's a, a negative example of, of unity. There's power in unity. And we, you know, we've been talking about this for the past few days. Uh, we were talking about how many denominations, was it 250 denominations, and you got denominations, side of denominations, you know, because you're bringing up Baskin-Robbins and all the flavors, and, but it's still ice cream. <laughs> 31 flavors. Trying to figure out, you know, what's the unifying factor? Because there's got to be a unifying factor, which would be Jesus.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. And one of the... I I can't speak for all of Authentic Church, but I I think I'm right when I say this. You can back me up or tear me down here. But Authentic Church, one of our goals is to work with other churches and trying to get unity in the body of Christ. Yes,
1: absolutely. Yeah. So... Because we have one body, many members. And we were saying yesterday we were doing some yard work and got splinters and uh, rose, rose splinters thorns stuck in our fingers and it's amazing how much some little tiny thing can can cause pain, discomfort, uh, dysfunction but, Even, yeah, right? I mean, so something so small can affect your whole body. I mean, think about a headache and how that can disable you or um, cause you to really be almost handicapped, you know, like not be able to function, Mm -hmm. you know? You can stub your toe, but your whole body feels it. And we are one body, but we have many members. So in Christ, we, though, though many, many different flavors, right, yeah. many different parts, uh, each member belongs to all the others. And we've got to learn to function together.
0: In Acts 4, this um, it's in Acts. Let me, see. Let me look at my notes. It's Acts 4, 23 through 37. It talks about that's when the, the church was unified. It was new.
1: The church unified. was what? Unified. Unified. Unified.
0: Unified. We'll look at a passage in Acts 2 in a second, but in Acts chapter four, they were so unified, and the it, that the place that they were praying it was shaking. Shaken. Yeah, shaking, 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 shaking. Ecclesiastes four twelve. A person standing alone can be attacked and defeated, but two can stand mm-hmm. back to back and conquer. Mm-hmm. Three or even better. For a triple braided cord is not easily broken. Mm-hmm. Well, a braided cord, mm-hmm. a rope mm-hmm it's 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 unified it's it, it's wrapped and stranded together it's in unity therefore when it's in unity it's very strong but you can take that rope and unravel it and as you unravel it it gets those weaker it, yeah I right. guess separating gets weaker right and it's easier to break
1: one can put a thousand to flight but two, ten thousand, ten thousand and our energies are multiplied exponentially as we come together as a body And so Satan's uh, M.O. is always to get us off and isolated and by ourselves, secluded. Divide. Right, to cause that division so that we're not unified, that we're not doing things together. um, That we are divided and filled with strife.
0: Yeah, and and he works from the inside. If If he can just get just a little toe in again often
1: through pride right right? or a lack of humility yeah thinking I well I'm more important or I brought more to the game than you know than so and so did so I deserve a little more honor or recognition God help us
0: so I hope I don't forget my thought Mm -hmm. because it goes with what you're saying and it it goes with these verses in Acts chapter 2 the church began, the Holy Spirit fell, Peter preaches on the day of Pentecost. About three thousand people are baptized added to the church. Uh, and then in verse forty two it says, All believers were devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and to fellowship and to sharing in meals, including the Lord's Supper and adding and, and to prayer. A deep sense of awe came over all of or came over them, all. And the apostles performed many miracles, signs, and wonders. And all the believers met together in one place, and they shared everything they had. They sold their property, their possessions, and they shared the money with those in need. They worshiped together at the temple each day. They met in homes for the Lord's Supper. They shared their meals with great joy and generosity, all the while praising God and enjoying the goodwill of all the people. And each day the Lord added to their fellowship uh, those who were being saved. there's, There's your unity.
1: There was a whole lot of together.
0: Yeah. There was a whole lot that koinonia, that fellowship. Mm-hmm. But what happens two or three chapters later between the Grecian, the Greek-speaking widows and the Hebrew widows?
1: There's division. There's strife. On the inside. Right. There's strife. On the hey, inside. they're getting more than we are. Yeah. We need somebody to oversee this to make sure everybody's fair.
0: You think about that. The, the church was busting at the seams in Jerusalem it's growing like crazy and almost immediately there's a division Mm -hmm. but then they take care of it the apostles you know we're not going to take time out you know for this food thing but you appoint seven men to take care of this and that's what they did and they took care of it and so it kept going and going and going do you have a thought read it psalm what psalms 133 how good and pleasant it is when god's
1: people live together in unity What's again when brethren dwell
0: together yeah. there's power there's power in unity I man the thought. there's power in unity
1: mm-hmm. do you have another thought there
0: no i've used up my my, my three examples <laughs> <laughs> you have anything no hmm?
1: But we have different gifts. Different gifts. According to the grace given to each of us. So we we are one body with many members. We belong to each other. Yet we have different gifts according to the grace given to each of us. If your gift is prophesying, then prophesy in accordance with your faith. If it is serving, then serve. If it is teaching, then teach. If it isn't is to encourage then give encouragement if it is giving then give generously if it is to lead then do it diligently if it is to show mercy do it cheerfully well, and as we were discussing this last night we were talking about that that unity again the parts of the body all do things that are different right some for noble purposes some for in purposes but we all we function differently we've got different gifts different abilities but we all need each other you know so if if those who have that gift a prophecy don't function in it the rest of the body is at a detriment it's not functioning at full capacity you know um if if you've got people who um who are gifted in serving and they're like meh just not feeling it today. Not going to do my part, sir. Then the whole body suffers as a result of that. But if we each stay in our lane and do what God has called and gifted us to do, you know, with uh, in accordance with the grace and the faith that he's given us, then everything is functioning at full capacity. And that is a beautiful thing to behold.
0: Yeah. When you were saying that, I was thinking about Austin. You remember when Austin came in this morning? You remember what he said? It sounds like you are liking a little something. <laughs> and you said, yeah, the, lo- the low end. Low end. The low end because right. play- he was playing bass this morning. And I thought he'd drop it like it was hot. Um, but we were lacking because... For, you know, till he got there. I mean, we were unified in what we were doing, but
1: right, and there were lots of parts going on, and we were all working together, but we were lacking that bottom end as far as the, the music goes. Yeah.
0: So imagine if Austin would have put it, strapped on his bass, plugged in, got it going. We're playing in say the key of what C, and he starts playing in D.
1: <laughs> Which he
0: did not do that. I'm just saying if he did that, or or okay, so your son Elijah's is on the drum. Uh, just imagine if he just made up his own beats, and we're you know the beat, he's way out of rhythm, which he's not. I'm just saying this is an example. If he just you know started playing a totally different song or a totally totally different beat, it, it would be almost impossible for us to stay in time because we're thinking, and we wouldn't be able to concentrate on the Lord because we're thinking, what is he doing?
1: Mm-hmm. We're we're distracted because that part of the body is not functioning.
0: Exactly. So there's a there's a good example of not being unified. It, it's it's confusion. It's chaos. Mm-hmm. And we know the, the the Bible says that God is not the author of confusion, but he is he is, he wants us to be unified. Mm-hmm. So Paul says in First Corinthians one ten, I appeal to you, brothers and sisters, in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, that all you agree with one another in what you say. And that there be no divisions among you, but that you be perfectly united in mind and thought. And who do you bring it back to? Jesus.
1: Mm. And if he told us to do that, then he must give us the ability to. You know, I I think a lot of us, you know, if if God says, be holy as I am holy, he must give us the capability to to do that. Cause he doesn't just say things just to jack with us and and mess us up like, hey, I'm not gonna let you. I mean, I'm telling you to do this, but I'm not gonna give you the ability. He, he's not like that. If he if he says for us to do it, he's going to empower us, equip us to do what he's called us and told us to do. Um, so. If he tells us to encourage, if he tells us to give, if he tells us to lead or show mercy, then he's going to give us the ability to do that.
0: And what, what, when we were going over this last night, uh, we was talking about stay in your lane, bro. Mm-hmm. Right. And people who try to cause division, what do they do? They don't want to stay in their lane. They want to get in everybody else's lane. They want to get in everybody else's business and tell them how to do their... God-given talent. Okay. Which which is, you know, cuz we all have opinions. And we love to share our opinions far too many times. Instead of being humble, showing humility and saying, nah, if I if I get involved if I say what I want to say cuz a lot of people, you know, get angry or whatever or jealous, you know. Mm-hmm. And they, and so they they want to cause disruption. They want to cause um, they want to break up the unity. So they just do stupid stuff. And they open their mouth. And they run their mouth. And uh, it's not good. It's confusion and it's it's division. And that's not what God's will is for His church, His body. Yeah. Let this mind be in you that is in Christ Jesus. Humility so i want to end it with this humble yourselves in the sight of the lord i'm <laughs> no, there you go or i could sing oh we're going to talk about loving your enemies in the next podcast we'll see you then all right Thanks for listening to The Grinded Podcast. If we could pray for you or encourage you in any way, please email us at thegrindedpodcast@gmail.com gmail.com or you can text us at 865-418-2824. If you're watching on YouTube, please click like and subscribe and you'll be notified about new episodes. If you're listening on an app, leave us a five-star review, but most importantly, share The Grinded Podcast with a friend. God bless you and remember, keep grinding.